everyone, welcome to another episode of the Stone Genius Podcast. My name's Ro. That's pronounced Romeo. <laughs> My name's Ro. I am the Stone Genius. You know me, I'm often stoned. I'm always a genius. Hey, what's up to the show, people? Welcome to the show. Something to the show. What's what's up? Um, what's the solo show? Hold on, I got something for that. Wow, this is like supposed to be clamping. What's going on? You know, they just don't like it, dude. They just don't like it. Okay, let's dial it back a notch. I know you're excited. It's a solo show, and you're gonna be like, oh, I got so much to talk about. Okay, so you've had people that you're talking to. And now you're going solo. So just remember that. Dial it back. Try to remember what you're talking about. Your audience will really appreciate it. Okay. You may continue, motherfucker. Okay. I love that that is me. Once again, probably used in a court of law when they're like, well, for uh, quite some time, he thought he was a rabid wolverine. And then the judge, because that's when my sanity would be called into question. Because they would be like, why didn't you just go chipmunk? Because everyone diverts, uh, d defaults to chipmunk. I don't need to do that. Uh, welcome to the program, the podcast. My name's Ro. Already said that. Let's see. Um, what are some of the notes I have written? <clears throat> I've been writing these. Uh, I already have a blueprint through the end of the year, believe it or not. So uh, I've been doing notes for this, knowing I didn't need to record it for quite some time. That quite some time became immediately, as in I literally need to do this right now so it's out on time. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Whoa, why was that so quiet? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry about the eardrums there. Okay, so let's see some of this stuff. Um... Pre-game for tonight, today, whenever you're listening. When I'm recording this, it's tonight. So I'm going to reference tonight. Uh, City Girls, I need a thug. Um, I don't know the names of the City Girls. Um, it, like it matters. So Bobby and I were having a talk about uh, recently uh, for our anniversary. We had talked about whether the next day, whether either one of us knew each other's last name. And the answer was definitely no. I mean, what? Not even on my radar of asking. No. I would, no. That, why would I want to know that? See, that's the cool thing about me is I don't know the last name, so I can never remember these people. Yeah, there was a... Unless, so, I don't know if it's different now. Like, back then, everyone was Mary or Becky or Andrea or Andrea. If you spice some things up. I don't know why that is the spicy version. And actually, I've met both an Andrea and an Andrea. Neither one of them spicy. Or maybe that should be a... You know, so the weirdest name that we heard, um, God, what was it? It was a girl from uh, Shawnee Mission East. And for fuck's sake, I can't remember. But the reason that it stood out was because it was such an old lady name. It wasn't Gertrude, but it would be Gertrude-like. So not Gertrude. So that was not their name. Like, I would definitely remember that. I mean, this one still should be remember me memorable after 40 years. That being said, I cannot recall it. I want to say Marge, but that was my mom's best friend, so I know that wasn't it. Because then I would be like, oh, that was definitely it because it was my mom's best friend. So I know that's not it. And I know it's not Gertrude. I say that... See, we couldn't prove that, though. I can't prove that it's not Gertrude either. So, see, here, once I say I don't know what it is, 
then anything I say after that should not really count. Because unless I'm saying I changed my mind, I do know what it is, or I think it might be, then that's one thing. But if I'm sticking with the fact that I don't know who it is, trust me, it's not Gertrude. Or it may be Gertrude. Pretty sure it's not Gertrude. Gertie. I would have dated someone named Gertrude just so I could call him Gertie. Dirty Gertie. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Dirty Gertie. Oh. Now I'm going to go. I'm going to have to ask my mom if there's anyone at her retirement place, house, home, complex that's named Gertrude. Because then I'm going to name him Gertie. I feel like there is a Gertrude in my life. Not intimately in my life, but like a great-grandmother, Gertrude. That's not right. It just it seems like I would be in close proximity to someone whose name was or is Gertrude. But yet I cannot recall that. Okay, so what else did I write down? So pregame, City Girls, I Need a Thug. Uh, I do like both of the city girls. Um, I have often said on the show and in life that uh, you should always be prepared for a threesome or an orgy. I am prepared by for a threesome or orgy by knowing I do not want to be involved in either a threesome or an orgy. So I, so I am prepared. I am prepared by knowing I don't want to be involved. That being said, if I was a single man and the city girls came up to me, and I'd have to be much younger. I mean, at this point, one of the one of the the main reason I don't want to be in a threesome or an orgy is I kind of you know dig my wife of twenty eight years, so that's kind of cool. The other thing is I don't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do. And I don't, I, I don't feel like I need to figure that out. I don't feel like it's as high as priority on my list. Like if someone said threesome or long nap, I will 100% of the time take long nap. But I, if I was young, single, and the city girls for some reason were asking me for a threesome, I would have to say yes because I like them both and I, I don't know either one's name and I, I, I want to say I can't tell them apart, but then it sounds like I'm not looking at their faces. Or maybe, or maybe, this should be the boner sound. Like when I kiss Bobby and it wiggles, that's what, she should hear that. Whoa. Okay. Sorry. That was just fun. I never use that one. And after the 19 times I just did it, I will not use it again. Uh, I wrote down, so uh, Tim Lytell and I did a program recently, uh, over three hour program, over three hour video program that the universe did not want us to release. Uh, we're going to try again. We may talk some more about movies at this point. Uh, so I just wrote down some stuff because I have like I've been watching older movies now. And when you watch older movies, you may come across things that you start thinking, oh, you know, that's weird. And you start thinking like before that time or after that time. Let's for instance, 9-11. So if you see a, an older movie that has the twin towers in it, uh, with the the skyline, sometimes that it's like, oh yeah, it's it's just not st- at least not to me, it's not startling, but it's just like, oh, or now you see the more contemporary. So, like, it's before New York sky, City skyline and after the skyline. Uh, the other one, another one would be uh, when you're watching something in its um, CRT monitors, the big box monitors or televisions versus the flat screens. So you can tell how old something is. Uh, based on the monitors that they may have. If you're like, I'm not sure the exact age, and then you're like, oh, square monitors. That's right. Uh, Let's see. 
Uh, so for st for action films, I put before and after, and you could fill in anything here, like before and after uh, Claude, uh, what was it, Jean Claude Van Damme. I don't. I was gonna say went bald, but I'm not sure that's correct. But I feel like I've seen him in something that he does not have the luscious locks he may have once had. Not like Steven Seagal. Like, Steven Seagal still has the full, full, in fact, some would argue much fuller head of hair than what he had when he was at the height. Once again, some would argue he's at his height of movie stardom, although I would challenge that was early on. Like, so what I wrote down was Steven Seagal got fat. So he is so large of an individual right now, he sits down for most of his roles. And you go, what does that mean? Like, is he playing someone in a wheelchair? Because I, like you, cannot see uh, Steven Seagal playing Stephen Hawking, although I would pay to see it. I can't imagine seeing it, but I would definitely pay to see that. Because if they're going to put Steven Seagal as Stephen Hawking... What else are they going to tie into that movie? I'm definitely seeing that. In fact, I'm going to offer that up to Tim Lytell. Him and I could work. Him, I, and AI. Him and I and AI. Man, man, I'm high. So, him and I and AI. E-I-E-I-O. Um... Uh, we, we could write a movie about that. Uh, but Steven Seagal is not... That's not what I mean. He is not playing someone that is limited to a wheelchair, scooter, or a sedentary chair. He is actually someone that is just often sitting in a chair, delivering his action and his lines. Feels like I should have said his lines and action from the chair. Uh, if you're like, that doesn't seem realistic. Well, neither does Steven Seagal being a commando at, uh, 70-ish. I don't know his exact age. I'm hoping he's at least 14 old, years older than I am. I think he was late coming on the scene. Like, when he was doing the, like, take a, a, a like an action, like a verb and put it with, I don't know, like hard to like kill. I actually think that was one or, uh, yeah, they're just not memorable. Under Siege, most people don't know that uh, there is Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Uh, most people just know it as Dark Territory, Steven Seagal and Dark Territory, but it was Under Siege 2. He plays Casey Ryback, uh, same character. Uh, one of my favorites, I will say, it is not in any way, shape, or form. Although, now that I have taken a train uh, through that part of the country that I believe they traveled through, I have seen some of these spots that may be considered dark territory. And while I don't think it was as robust... And remember, this movie was done before, like, cell towers and stuff. So, and I'm not saying they weren't invented and not out there. Just not peasant-worthy. Like, now everyone has a phone. Like, you see homeless people that are taking Venmo now. So, everyone has a phone, it seems like. I know everyone is a hyperbole. So, let's just say many people have phones now. Of all ages, of all walks of life. Uh, yeah. So, Venmo. Uh, let's see. Ooh, that would be a good one. I didn't write that down. Before and after cell phones. Or, more specifically, brick cell phones. Um, for us of a certain age, we would think about that TV show Saved by the Bell and Zach's phone. But yes, the big brick phone. That was the most commonly handheld Gosh, that was a horrible phone. I mean, it was awesome to own it, and I did. But that, I mean, like comparing it to today, I would carry that today over my cell phone because then I wouldn't want to take it everywhere. 
or else I would and I would look like a douchebag. The only way I take it everywhere is if no one else had it. If I was the only one carrying the brick phone, then I definitely would do that. And I think, no, it wasn't a brick phone. It was just a headset. For a while, Bobby had um, a handset, like an old telephone corded handset that she could plug into her phone and use that as a headset. Uh, that's one of those things that's so much fun to buy, and then you never use it. You just don't use it. Uh, which is the exact opposite of what I say about my price. I'm going to say charger. Be helpful if I could say it, and it doesn't make sense because does that, that does even I don't I mean it's high. Never mind. Uh, let's see what else. Um, so action was before and after Steven Seagal. Uh, before and after Arnold Schwarzenegger, before and after Sylvester Stallone, before and after basically any action star of the 80s and 90s. Uh, let's see, porn edition, uh, before and after uh, Jenna Jameson could walk. Um, I don't know how, if she's not involved, you measure that. Like, I don't think she was in every movie in the background we're like oh there she is walking and then where's my uh 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 dog meds are due um so yeah uh, i like now jenna jameson like isn't in the background like dragging herself by her by her arms everywhere or i don't know if she can walk again yet See, that's the problem with news. They like to tell the sensational story. Uh, here's the headline. Jenna Jameson can't walk. First of all, why is that surprising? I mean, like, if you've been in here. So I, I've talked about Mama Cass before. So Mama Cass died, I believe, in the 70s. Uh, I believe she... See, here's the thing. I've read about it, and I don't even know how she actually died. I think it was a heart attack. Anyway, for some reason, a story went out at the time of her death that she died on a ham sandwich. So that is the most common. If you start to uh, Google how did Mama Cass die uh, on a ham sandwich, is it comes back very, very, very high, if not number one on that list. Here's the thing. That's not how she died. And I've always said that, you know, do you want to be like I, when I talk about the weight of America? And I'm going to talk about it later in this program as well. But when I talk about the weight of America, do you want someone that if they if someone you pass away and someone says, oh, well, they they choked to death on a ham sandwich. Do would you want someone to be like, really? Huh? Or would you be like, no fucking way? Because I'm going to tell you, if someone told anyone that knows me that I choked on any type of food, they would, they, they would be like, no. They would just not believe it. So here's another one I thought about. Um, I had on, uh, I, I have a jacket uh, from Disney World that uh, it... Um, it's for uh, Expedition Everest, which is a ride. So I bought this. It's a fleece jacket. I love it. We went when it was unseasonably cold. We were freezing, freezing the day at the park, so I bought this jacket, and it has all these patches. It looks authentic. So like on the breast, on the left chest, it says uh, Everest Summit Team. On the back, it says uh, Expedition Everest. Um, conquering the Forbidden Mountain or something like that. It's all about the ride at Disney World. But I always have people, I often have people ask me if I've climbed Everest. Depending on where I am and if I, if I don't feel, like if I'm not going to be stuck with a person, I may say, yeah, in 2008, have a great day and keep going. Because then they're like, man, I met someone that climbed Everest today. That's a little something. But if I get stuck with them, yeah. Yeah, I did. 2008, pick a year. 2014, 2020, what a year to go. Woo! I could pick any year. How about if they're, how about if they know how to climb? 
Oh yeah, I climbed it in 2014. Or the mountain. I thought the mountain was off limits that year. <laughs> I know I was just lying. This is. A, see, that's actually what I would do. I wouldn't try to dig my heels in. If I lie and get caught, I'm immediately gonna bail on the lie. Cause I'm like, what? Whatever. At that point, I'm not gonna dig in. Come on now. I mean, I always say lean into it, but I'm also like lazy. Uh, not lazy. Efficient. I am efficient. Um. So if I told someone that I had climbed Everest and they're like, oh, really? I wanted to talk. I, I'm just kidding. Most people don't have any. And I would say that most people don't have follow-ups because then they would think that was funny. I'd be like, yeah, people are dumb. And, and I would say this too. And I'm fit enough that people will believe it. So here's the thing. Like, it, would you, like, I have a feeling that many Americans, even let's say, other men my age or even younger. I would say, uh, let's say even up to 20 years younger in their mid-30s, 25 years younger, around 30. Most guys that would wear that jacket, I bet they do not get asked because people aren't going to look. They'd be like, oh, what's that? This is how they would phrase it. They would still get asked. I get asked, did you climb Everest? they would get asked, what is that jacket? Two different answers, two different questions. That's how I think that would go. I could be totally wrong, but let's go ahead and assume, as a genius, just assuming, of course, that I'm not wrong. Ah, thanks. Uh, recently did an episode with Tim that did take uh, Tim Lytell, movie extraordinaire, producer, award-winning. And uh, on that program, uh, I had talked about some of the movies I like. Number one, holiday movie, Lethal Weapon. I am sticking with that. Yeah. Number two, uh, Christmas Vacation. I wish I had different... Like, not, like, one and two should be different. Like, if this is the applause for one, this should not be it for two, but it should be somewhere in between those two. Like, two should not get the same applause that one does. Uh, number one, Lethal Weapon. Number two, Christmas Vacation. Number three, I put Rare Exports. Because the way I'm judging is if I want to watch a movie again. And maybe it's because I've watched those other every other Christmas movie so often that I just don't want to revisit them. But I put Rare Exports. It's a foreign film from about 2010. Uh, I wouldn't call it a horror film, but it's, it's not an action film. It's a something film. And uh, let's just say uh, St. Nick is not uh, jolly. He's not. Uh, like... It, like if uh, what would be the best way? Um, how did who did Bobby call me a couple of nights ago? Ted Bundy. Hold on. So Bobby's. Oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to figure out whether you need backstory. Let's say you here. I will give you the story. You can make up whatever backstory you want. My hands are in my pants. Once again, my hands, left, right, probably up to forearm, are in the front of my pants. How they got there, that story is up to you. If you need to pause right now, feel free to. I mean, I would love to hear. I would, I, someone please go to the Instagram at uh, the Stone Genius and please share if, um, Oh, hold on real quick. About uh, rare exports. Here's some of the notes. Because I wasn't, I said, I saw rare exports. Jumped off, hold on. Jumped off tangent. And uh, so here's some of the notes. Rare exports, it, it is as good as I remember, but. And this is a big but. Give me a second. Thinking about Bobby's butt. Okay, and I'm back. Um, so these two kids, Pietre and 
I don't know, the other one. And I'm probably not even Peter. Let's go with Peter and Paul. Not their names. One is close. The other's probably not even close. I don't even know. I have to read the movie for the most part. There is, it's like one of those mix English, non-English. So, um, not always paying attention. Anyway, Peter, Paul. Okay. Peter and Paul at the, sorry, I, this has been out for 14 years, 13 years, whatever. Spoiler alert. And even if you haven't heard about it, this is not, this will allow you to be more alert. This will allow you, because the first time I didn't even really pay, I don't think I paid that much attention. Now that I think about it, I get stoned a lot. I totally could have paid attention, and then I just forget every time I watch it. Like, next time I watch it, I for, I could totally forget about this conversation uh, and then think, oh, or not even recognize it. So these two kids, for some reason, go to the top of this mountain. They do call it a mountain. They're talking about the mountain buried under this mountain and all this. And you're like, um, you're like, okay, mountain. And you, I, I mean, I'm like, you know, maybe they live on the mountain as well. And so I, I would, you know, you're, you're like, oh. So then when the, the kids are leaving, first scene, and they are leaving and they get down, the mountain is huge. It literally is a mountain because, like, now if you know how far away they're going to be, like, if you go, they're going to have to travel this distance, you would have thought they just went up like a hill, 100 feet. It's just an elevated uh, plateau from where they were previously. No, it's like a fucking mountain. I mean, and they didn't have the proper equipment to climb it. First of all, they left their snowmobiles, which I get it. They, whatever. So they left their snowmobile, but they could have gotten closer. And the climb would have been, first of all, two kids. What the fuck? I ran around when I was young. But my running around, I mean, probably geographically, I covered five miles square five miles by five miles by five miles that's north south east west that's kind of what i would cover on bike probably back in the day uh but if i told my mom i was climbing not everest but not not everest like let's say everest like so if you take the size of these children and they were children these were not young adults these are children if you take the size of the children and you expand them to what a normal human would be, which would be almost doubling their size, then take the mountain and double its size, which makes it almost Everest-like. I mean, still probably like 29,000 feet short of Everest, but still Everest-like for these kids. There's no way that they should have been up at the top. And how long does it take them? Like, here's the thing. If you're covering that distance, you have to know what you're going after. Like, let's say there was a shipping container full of newspapers and magazines in the 70s on top of a hill. I would have to know that what's in there. I would have to know that there are old penthouse and playboys that someone's dad threw away. They're in like an old paper shopping bag because there was before plastic shopping bags and that they were in mint condition. Meaning like he got them because I think some men in the 70s really cared what their mailman thought. And if, you, if you're wanting me to go, why aren't you using like a postal person or something, you know, not, it was a mailman. I don't ever remember until maybe the 80s seeing a uh, postal worker who was a woman. So let's just say mailman in the 70s. Okay, never mind. I got it just, so rare experts, it is good. Um... The kids, uh, Peter, he's funny. Uh, 
Here's the other note. Um, the minors, not the minors, not the children, the minors, E-R, not O-R. Uh, the minors, not the minors, dug the worst hole. They disregarded OSHA guidelines. Now, after reading that, I do understand that this is in a foreign country and they may not have the same safety guidelines or adhere to the same safety procedures as we may here in America. So I don't think that matters. Uh, one thing I like about Santa in this movie, he boils kids. I mean, it's better than a lump of coal. First of all, you get rid of all the troublemakers. Would I have been a troublemaker? Yes, most definitely. I would have been boiled. Although, very easily lured into the boiling water. Hot tub. That's all that Santa would say. Santa would say, I got you a hot tub for your uh, Christmas. I would be like, oh my God, best Christmas present ever. Boom, in the hot tub. And then I'd be like, little warm. I would be like, don't know if this is true or not, where they say, like, if you put a frog in a burning or boiling water, it'll jump out. But if you warm the tent, so that would probably be me. I would fall asleep and then I would be done. Mm, you know what? Worst way, I mean, I take that back. Boiling. So here's some of the things. Like, every time I see lava, like flowing lava, and it's not in person, not in real life. I live in, in the Midwest. There are not a lot of lava flows, at least currently as of the recording of this episode. Not a lot of lava flows in uh, the greater Kansas City area. That being said, if I see them on TV, because that's really what I was talking about. So for anyone that thought, oh, I thought he's in the Midwest. Why would he be seeing lava flows? I'm not. I'm watching them on TV. If I use the wrong verbiage, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I was Every time I watch lava flows on some sort of media, then I, I always wonder like what that would be like to fall into that. Like the, like not on top, that would, that would probably be worse. Cause you would probably, like if you fell on top of the, 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 the stuff that's hardened, that's probably still super hot. So like you'd go to push yourself off and your hand would actually go, oh my gosh, that would be, I mean, at that point, do you just dip your head in? You're not making it. You know, at this point, and you're trying to so it's me so you're you're having to make all these calculations quit uh, very quickly so is that what you do like if you fall on the lava and you're like I'm starting to melt do you just say let's get this over with and melt my face or do you think you even have time is it so hot that you're just like ow and then it's it's over which I guess is better. I mean, how bad would that suck to stick your head into lava and then it's like, oh, we forgot to tell you, like face skin, it still gets really hot, but it doesn't melt. That would suck. I would not want to be part of that at all. Um, let's see. So, and great deterrent. I mean, once again, if you hear a story about, hey, if you're good, Santa's going to give you gifts. That's the story everyone hears. If you hear, yeah, but if you are on the naughty list, you get a lump of coal. Okay, first of all, there is a whole group of people in West Virginia and Pennsylvania that would love to get a lump of coal because they turn around and sell it. That'd be a minor. That minor is O-R, not E-R. Uh, so the lump of coal, like, Oh, I'm on the naughty list. I get a lump of coal. Okay. If you're my dad, he probably would have used it to put me in blackface again. You're going to have to find that episode and listen to the blackface story. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, so a deterrent of 
of a lump of coal if you're on the naughty list. Or you get boiled. So what deters you most? Get you a little lump of coal. I mean, even if there was a lump of coal in a sock and Santa was hitting me with that lump of coal in a sock, I still think I would still choose that. Than getting boiled. That's all I'm saying. And I don't know, like, are there different, like, is getting boiled, now I've really started to go down the getting boiled thing. So, like, getting boiled, if you got boiled in water, is that different than getting boiled in oil? Is that different than getting boiled in lava? Is that different than getting boiled in some unknown substance that I may not have thought about or not even known about that you could get boiled in? That would suck. I love the heat, but I'm always like, so when I, the brief time that I had a motorcycle, or even when I had my Jeeps for all those years, I was always concerned that if I got in an accident and the asphalt was super hot, I didn't want to bake to the, I didn't want to broil on the asphalt. Like, I didn't want like, oh, well, you know, you broke a couple bones, not too bad, but then you have third degree burns all over half your body because you were laying on the asphalt. So, boiling, burning. I mean, I always say that at the end, for me, you know, I would rather... Dying peaceful in my sleep would be so nice. But then Bobby probably has to wake up next to that. Or if she's gone already, then the dog... uh, Nobody finds me. So then you have a whole bunch of different issues. So, um, you know, like if, like if Bobby sees me being blown up by aliens, then she's like 100% sure I'm gone. Every, there's no question. It's good. So, um, so I don't know how I'm going to go out. Uh, but I don't hope that I boil. That would not be on the bucket list. Like, not that you should have a death bucket list. Because first of all, you should only die once. Um, hopefully. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. Let's just say the average person. The average Joe. The average Roe. The average Bo. The average Mo, The average Trinity. I know we fucked up bad. Roe, Bo, Mo, Trinity. Maybe that's because it's like which one is not like the others. Trinity is Trinity is like the three of us, but not like the three of us. Like if there was going to be, I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, I was gonna say, like if there was gonna be a rapture and only one of us would go, it. I don't know. It would. Bobby is far and away the best overall person in our family. Far and away. Uh, The girls are tied very close second. Different seconds, very close second. I don't even make it. It's like first, tied second, which is second and third, basically. So first, second, second A, and then nothing. There's no me. Um... So anyway, once again, I hope it's aliens the way I go out. Uh, Summertime, after three, after four, depending on what time. If you're coming in summer, like late June to early August, where it's uh, June to July, and it's getting dark here in the Midwest about 9 p.m., I mean, four or five. Uh, shoot. See, then I got to start thinking about dinner. So if I'm going to eat a meal during a, the day, if I eat on a certain day, the most likely meal that I'm going to eat is dinner. And if you're thinking to yourself, wow, what? Don't you mean you have a breakfast, lunch, and then a dinner? No, 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 no. On days that I do eat, uh, one meal seems to be quite enough for me on most days. And a dinner would be it. So then I would have to start taking that into account. So let's just say, so here, I'm going to, I'm going to put, and it's got to be a Thursday. 
or a Sunday. Not a Sunday. Thursday. No, fuck. See? Oh, shit. This whole passing peacefully in my sleep may be the best way to go. Because now that I think... So if I do it on a third, If I do it. If the aliens arrive on a Thursday in the summer, say late June, early July, it's still dark late enough, maybe two or three. And I was going to pick a Thursday because that's one of my days off from my regular job. And I was thinking, well, maybe then just maybe I will have had lunch with someone so I will have food in my belly so that we have to go on the run from the aliens. I'm going to be good to go for a couple days because I just ate one meal. I ate lunch. Uh, but then if it's a Thursday, Bobby's going to be as far as she gets from me in the city when she's at work. Um, so she's going to have great distance. So if it happens while she's at work and I'm off, that doesn't work. If it happens on Sunday, I had mentioned that I wanted to come late in the afternoon because there may be things I want to do. One of those things is sleep. Like I would love for whatever reason, I don't usually do this, but if I could sleep till 10, like if, for some reason, I just knew. Like, I didn't know, but I knew. Like, like I knew to stay in bed to 10. Like, not that I knew aliens were here, but, like, I knew I was going to need the little bit extra respite in bed to that point. Um. So, anywho, anyhow, anyway... If I do it on a Sunday, then I don't get that respite. I don't get to sleep in because I got church. Then, I mean, I want, uh, I just want it to be leisurely. I just want to like ease into alien invasion. And am I asking a lot? Well, fuck yeah, I am. Here's the deal. I'm making up these rules for my own. So if this is a simulation, and I somehow am able to be forcing my, I guess this is kind of like Tron. Not like the Tron made recently with good graphics, but the old Tron with bad graphics. That one. That I saw at Oak Park Mall with my cousin Jean, probably his dad, maybe my dad. Um, his dad was not, Uncle Paul was not cooler than my dad except for the fact he wasn't my dad. I loved my dad to death, but at the same time, he was still my dad. So you still had to, you know, there had to be other, eh, here's a cool adult figure. Yeah. So uh, so my Uncle Paul was that, and I remember seeing Tron. So when they got locked in the system, and then they were trying to communicate to the outside world. I think that's what, I don't know. Whatever. There had to be, if it's not Tron, there had to be a movie similar to what I'm describing. And I feel like that's what I'm doing. So if the person that is in charge of my simulation, and could it just be AI in charge of it? Sure it could. AI, if you're listening. God, how about if it answered? Hey, it's me, AI. What's up? What's up? What's up? Okay. Um. So if... If the, uh, shit, I don't know, man. I guess if I'm going to lean into this, and I guess I should at this point, if I am making up the rules and parameters or asking for certain parameters for an alien invasion to get here, then I guess I should say I would like it to happen a couple weeks. Let's say early June. Let's say on 6-9. Don't know what day of the week that is in 2024 but let's say on 6-9 US 6-9 June 9th that I win Powerball for multi-million dollars and somehow it is the quickest closing ever in Powerball history and I get my cash like literally the next day and for some reason there's some tax vacation where I don't have to pay taxes so it's a shitload of money and then I'm gonna need a few days so I can start going and buying shit. Like I've talked about the my uh, interest in buying an original Hummer. So I can just smash into people out on the road uh, when they're not following the rules. And if you're like, well, aren't you not following rules by smashing into them because they're not following rules? Yes. Yes, I am. And I am totally okay with that. 
Uh, so I would have to buy stuff like a Hummer and 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 firearms and and grenade launch. I don't know where. I assume that wherever firearms are currently sold, that if there if you know a special handshake or nod or wink or start to say something and they finish it or vice versa, I always assume because I watched a lot of Schwarzenegger and uh, Stallone movies back in the uh, 80s, that there's a special room. Because I'm pretty sure that was in the original Rambo. I think he goes to a sporting goods store. But yet, oh my God, I could totally be, um, I can't even think of his name, uh, Mandela effect, this whole thing. I remember in the movie that he breaks into like a, a sporting goods store. Maybe it's a gun store, but then there's like, and maybe that was Commando. I think it was Commando, actually. See, I'm getting Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, Sylvester Stallone confused. Not confused, because literally there's no difference between those two. I mean, there is a difference, and I get it. There is a difference. But let's just say for the fact of me being right, that there is no difference between the two. I think it's Commando with uh, Arnold, and he breaks into like a sporting goods store, maybe a gun store, but knows like there's a secret button that opens a door to like the missile launchers. None of this could be right. Take that back. All of this is 100% correct. Maybe not in this universe, maybe not in this simulation, but I guarantee you there is a universe slash simulation that I live in, dwell within, that all of this is 100% correct. Which, just so you know, is the way it always is. Uh, so I told Bobby that I was going to be a become a celebrity and so I could get on Celebrity Jeopardy and um, because we've discussed how the questions and answers on Celebrity Jeopardy are not as difficult as normal Jeopardy. And when Bobby asked me, she goes, well, who are you going to uh, model your behavior as, as a, um, never mind. I was trying to get it to say a joke, but I, I, I couldn't get that out. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, uh, I said that I could become a celebrity or she said, because I forgot on Celebrity Jeopardy, the money they're winning is for charity. And I don't think that if, if Ken Jennings asked me, and this is not his actual voice, I remind you, this is a stand-in for Ken Jennings. So please, Ro, tell us, what charity are you playing for? I don't think I can say I'm playing for the charity of Roe or the Roe Sex Swing Society. I mean, I do think I should be able to say that, but I don't think I'm going to be able to say that. So because of that, and that's great that Bobby pointed out, I would have forgotten how pissed would I have been to take in all the time and effort to become some sort of celebrity or star. And then get on Celebrity Jeopardy and they ask me what charity are you playing for and me going, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. I mean, actually that would be embarrassing for both of us because first of all, they should have vetted me and known what charity I was playing for. I mean, you don't want me to get out there. What charity are you playing for? The Flat Earth Society. No one wants to hear that. I mean... Some people want to hear that. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to think about flat earthers. Do I got anything else? Let's see. What other notes do I have to finish up this solo show? It's weird. I've been looking at most of the um, the interviews. Thank you for everyone that's listening to the programs. It is much appreciated. Thank you. Hold on. That's for you. That's for you, my audience. Come on. Get freaky with the guys. Yeah. Kind of freaky. Uh, I want to say thank you uh, for uh, being such uh, good fans and uh, listening to those other programs. I know most of the interviews now are over two hours long, so you're welcome on having a, sh a show that's less than an hour long. Uh, 
you're welcome. Uh, let's see. What other notes do I have? Because I'm not coming back to this page probably ever. Um, I wrote... So, Bobby and I watched Selling Sunset on Netflix. Um, they're not really Selling Sunset. It's really about... Uh, uh, women who... Um, have stressful careers in the real estate industry. And this show focuses on, well, their careers, yes. It really focuses on the dynamics of the office, not so much the selling of the property, which you may not see that often. Um, I think they ring a bell each time there's a sale. And I will say not all, many, but not all episodes feature a bell. And I'm not going to say any more than this. I wrote it down. Uh, it's not a joke. I just wrote this down. And maybe it's a joke. And if you don't understand the context, you'll have to look this up. Because I don't even know her last name. I just wrote Brie. Always walks around angry. Brie. Always walks around angry. Like she has Nick's Cannon's baby or something. Okay, so to fill you on the backstory, she has one of Nick Cannon's babies. And if you're like, if you're not familiar with Nick Cannon and the plurality of the baby situation with him, and not one mother, but many mothers, uh, that you may want to Google. I don't know if you want to Google it on your phone necessarily. You may go to like an internet cafe and Google that one, but whatever. Uh, any other notes? Uh, I wrote down here... Uh, was Billy Zane in Back to the Future 2? I need to ask that of Tim Lytell. I I didn't watch all of Back... I didn't watch... Not Back to the Future 2, if that's what I said. Back to the Future. Um, I did not watch all of Back to the Future, so I, I don't remember... I don't even remember him being in there, but I swear that face was Billy Zane. So that would be interesting. And probably about the correct age as well. Uh, let's see. Any other notes? Uh, Real Men, Real Style, Antonio Centino. One of our favorites here at the program. And if you haven't listened to those shows, uh, I highly recommend it. Almost everyone has, I think. Number one, number three shows. We got uh, The Tennis Gals was in between Antonio, which is not a place for Antonio to be or for the Tennis Gals to be. I mean, he's very well-dressed, so you at least need to take that into account. Uh, let's see. But uh, he just recently did a video on why American... I think it's why Americans, but let's say American men, don't dress well. And I will say I disagree. I do agree on many of the parts, but I disagree with the... No I, I <clears throat> And maybe I did not fully understand his delivery on it. it. I I still think that it's a time and effort thing. The people don't want to put forth the time and the effort. They, they feel fine. Because I've said that. So when I watch, it's not Hotel Filao anymore. I believe it's uh, the Leon Hotel or Hotel Leon uh, in Venice. When I watch that webcam, especially during the day, during the summer, and there's all this foot traffic, I would tell you, American, American, American. And how would I know? Do I have confirmation? No. But the reasons that I can guess that with pretty good certainty is A, the way that they're dressed. Like guys are wearing, like adult men are wearing cargo shorts and T-shirts and uh, Crocs. I mean, here's the thing. I believe that in Branson, Missouri... There is a Crocs outlet, and I believe that at that Crocs outlet, I tried on Crocs golf shoes because I couldn't believe that the word Croc and golf shoes was combined. Um, and I may not have tried them on. They don't have. They didn't have my size. At, I don't know. I don't remember them in any way, shape, or form. But I just remember, and I think that's where I was when I saw Crocs golf shoes. Um. They've never touched my foot other than that. Crocs. No. No. And I love it when it uh, doesn't matter. I don't want to get sidetracked. But yes. Uh, and white. 
like people in Europe, because they're a walking society for the most part, uh, many of them, you do not see the overabundance or the reliance on uh, fast food and other. Like, I always thought it was interesting. I never thought about this. I am a white bread kind of guy. I do not like wheat bread at all, at all, at all. I am a totally white bread kind of guy. So anywho, anyhow, anyway. On the So I I never knew. So like when Bobby would buy fresh bread, or she had a, a bread maker. Maybe we still do. But when bread makers were really hot, she was making a lot of bread. But it would, it would, she'd always have to give it away because it would go bad quickly. Or if we would buy f- fresh bread from the bakery, it would go bad quick. And then you'd have like a loaf of bread that would last nearly a week. And I never knew the difference because a lot of people overseas says that American bread, especially white bread, tastes like candy to them. And that's just beyond me. Because I think, like, white bread is just, I don't know. I don't think it has a taste. And I've always said that the wheat bread, it's the texture. The multigrain, whatever the fuck you want to call it. No. It will make me gag. Uh, Let's see. Hold on. Did I finish the show? I almost made it to an hour. I only got distracted many, many times, but, eh. I kept on keeping on. So hopefully it wasn't too discombobbled. I do have, let's see, I have a new, sometimes for being as fucking smart as I am, I am not a smart guy. And so I had this big desk calendar. That's what I've always had in my office before. It's just easy. You look down, you reference it. It was very easy. Uh, That being said, I now for 2024, I have like a desk calendar book. Yeah. Did I need the bigger squares and stuff? No, I did not. I write small anyway. So this takes a lot less room. Let's see. Who do we have? 918 Slasher. If you are listening to these chronologically, I will tell you the next episode with 918 Slasher, chronologically speaking, the first... So here's the deal. When I talk to people, the... um, Sometimes I'll look when it's recording. I'm like, man, how is this going to last? Generally, I, I an hour is a good rule of thumb as a low end, uh, and then I don't really care on the top end. If we're going long, that's there's a reason we're going long. Um, so I'll look, and I'll be like, oh, so I'm talking to 918 Slasher. This is just, we were talking about his music, what's been going on. I talked to him less than six weeks ago uh, previously, so... There, there was things to catch up on, but not that much. Like at the 20-minute mark, I am like, how am I going to make this get to an hour? I thought it felt like we were slowing down. Like the answers, that when I would ask a question, the answers were, were seeming to be shorter in the response time. Um, and then at 37 minutes, had this, I was like, ah, I still, if I could get, I was hoping to get to 50 minutes. Because here's in my mind, 50 minutes... Five zero fifty nine minutes five nine no difference. If I can get to fifty minutes, that's almost an hour. So let's get to fifty. I got thirteen more minutes to make. So that's it. Th- so twenty minutes uh, with nine one eight slasher. Thirty seven minutes with nine one eight slasher. I'm thinking, how the fuck am I gonna get to an hour and then fifty minutes? Uh, so the next thing I know. It's over two hours. I have told stories. I told a story. Let's just say there may or may not be a blackface story, a story about me in blackface. Hold on. I feel like I should do that sound. I wasn't on that screen, so but I feel like I should do that sound for that. Uh, but there is a story about that. There are some great stories. I may or may not be the best man at his wedding. I don't know yet. I don't even know if he's getting married. I don't know if he has a significant other, but I'll do it. Gosh darn it, I'll do it. That would be cool. Um, I highly recommend that. After that, uh, Raven is coming back on the program. Actually, um, we have recorded. It is video. We'll put out both video and audio. 
Um, if you don't like the first 10 minutes, you will not like the next two hours. That's all I'll say. It was two hours, just over two hours long. If you like, there was a lot of laughing um, during, mostly on Raven's part, not on my part. I did laugh too. I was enjoy. I was delivering the laughs is what I was doing. Uh, so that's coming up. And then uh, we got uh, a couple more interviews. Uh, Adam Clark, who is a Royal uh, Canadian Mounted Police, RCMP. Is that right? Or is it our Royal Mounted Canadian Police? I'll have to look that up. That'd be good to know. One of those things. Um, not Dudley Do-Right that I know of, but I will ask just for clarification now that I think about it. Uh, Adam Clark will be on the program. Timmy Lytell, we are going to try a video podcast again. And here's the hard thing. We just did a three-hour one. And I would be surprised if we touch on much of any of that material. Because we've already talked. It was a good conversation. We are learning about each other as well. So it was a very good conversation. But this one should probably be totally different than that last one. Which was lost to... uh, Just lost is how that was. So we have some good programs coming up too. So uh, my name's Ro. You guys know me. Um, Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast as well. I continue to like seeing it grow. Uh, For everyone that's been listening, thank you for listening. I will talk again next time. Listen, uh, 918 Slasher is the next episode. I highly recommend listening to that. I would say listen to the whole thing, but make sure you get to an hour. Once you get to two hour, or once you get to one hour, two hours will show up pretty quick. That's all I'm gonna say. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Talk to y'all later. Bye.